Oh my gosh. That's incredible. <laughs> Women's soccer. Is this happening? It's happening Monday. Oh, exclusively, exclusively on tops.com. All right. So, so all the details are out there. We can talk about this fully. Is that? Yeah. Beautiful. It's, it's, we could talk about it fully. We're super excited. This is the first time we've put MLS onto, you know, the Bowman brand, but there's a lot of great young players. Um, and that's why, you know, we're here to talk about football, soccer. Yeah. There's just so many great players across the globe that are, that are popping up and fans and collectors are, are, are paying attention to them. And, and when people go in to look for the rookie card and they can't find it. And so you guys are providing an option immediately uh, and getting 80 guys that, you know, whether they're quote unquote rookie cards or not, right. it's 80, it's 80 guys that now have a card, uh, which is great. I mean, that that's huge. Right. I mean, there's people looking for Alfonso Davies rookie cards, but they don't yep. even realize that he had an MLS card a couple of years ago. Just talked so, about that uh, the other day, 18, yeah. 18 tops, 18 stadium. I said, go grab it. Yep. Yeah. Right. And then, um, yeah, it's, uh, the kid, um, his name is skipping me. Tyler Adams. Um, yeah. Right. Play for, yep. play for Red Bulls. I figured you'd mention him. Yep. So yeah, you're seeing, you're seeing American talent, um, just getting global recognition. Yeah. Right. Like even the kid Efren, um, Alvarez, who's on the galaxy, he broke like the top 50, for like Wonder Kids, which is never, I don't think it's ever been done for an MLS, for, I don't think an MLS guy's ever made that list. So yeah, people yeah, yeah. are taking notice of the of the young stars, not just in MLS, but across the, across the globe. Definitely. Definitely. Let's back up real quick. Yeah. What's up, everybody? I'm so sorry. <laughs> We're here today to talk about soccer cards, uh, something that we feel like been neglected in the hobby and we're glad to be focusing on it and we're, we're super lucky to have clay with us from tops today so we, we showed the bowman video because we're pretty stoked about it news just came out about the bowman soccer release but clay man welcome to the show we're excited about talking about soccer i we have michael here because let's face it we all know i don't know anything about soccer i'm just here to facilitate michael's the michael's the expert in our world but thanks for joining man we appreciate it hey thanks for having me so what, real quick, maybe tell tell everybody what your role is at Tops. It sounds like you've been at Tops for a long time and kind of tell us what you do now and, and what you did before. Sure. I've been at Tops 20 years. Um, for several years, I was the uh, the head of public relations for the company. And um, after that, I, I was part of the brand team. And now my official title is I am the uh, the global vice president of product development. So my team handles everything from start to finish on the creation of the product, the creative all the way through. Um, so any new products, any, any, anything that comes out from a, um, from an entertainment and sports, um, you know, genre is, it comes from our team. Wow. Beautiful. Um, Beautiful. How many, how many folks are on that team then? I'm, just, I'm assuming that team is growing like crazy right now. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, Hundred, there's quite a few. Yeah, gotta break it up by sport, and yeah, yeah, that's yeah. There's quite a few, and it's it, that that group is broken into different segments. You know, you have you have a brand team, you have a creative team, you have an e-commerce team. Um, mm. you know, it's it, it, it's a ton of stuff. It it it's a lot of work to. It takes a lot. It takes a lot of people, and it's a lot of work to make a trading card product. 
you know, our, our traditional pack products, we, we work about a year out. So that was one of the questions. That was one of the questions I had. Yeah. One of the questions I had is the difference between, uh, uh, in, uh, impact product that's being distributed to hobby and retail versus a product that's going direct to consumer from your website. Uh, right. The differences on that, obviously it ties into Bowman and how you guys can pivot really quick and just, you know, can you give it some background as far as if you can speak on when, when did you come up with the idea for uh, a Bowman MLS and you know, what, what did it, you know, did you look at doing a top flagship you know, why did you go with Bowman? And then why did you decide that direct to consumer was the best way to go? Right. Um, mainly because we have, we just had the tournament. Um, and then they announced the season, which happened pretty quickly. Yeah. So you don't, you don't really have the time to go and, oh, let me plan out this pack product <laughs> and then we'll get it out the door. So you have to just be really, um, you got to be really quick and fluid with this. Um, just as we have to be with kind of all the sports right now, because the seasons have changed. Um, you know, most of the most of the leagues weren't even in you know operating a month ago, so things kind of happened quickly. Um, the good thing is that we reacted quickly. Um, we have a team that can um, that can move fast, um, and our direct to consumer business is one of the fastest you know in the entire. In the entire industry um and that's that comes from just you know years of innovating and um getting it to where it needs to be it's just it's been great oh, that's cool did you guys make when did you guys on bowman yeah yeah probably i mean it was it's something we've been thinking about for a while yeah um we just just the time wasn't right um yeah. i think with you know, we, I mean, we, we thought about Bowman last year and the year before, uh, whenever we, whenever we get a new license or we ever start working with a, a new partner, we always think about, Hey, how will, could this translate to the Bowman brand? Um, now the MLS has a ton of young talent that is, that is definitely worth highlighting and featuring. Um, it makes sense now. Um, and you know, if we put a pack product out there, would it perform? We're not sure. So let's try it in this format. And as we've seen with, with other products that are born from this direct-to-consumer model, if it does well, it could well sure turn into something bigger. Um, that, that's what we're hoping. So when you're – fascinating. When you, when you think about it in the context of Bowman, are you also thinking down the line, hey, we can – this is a perfect – placeholder for Bowman, but then Bowman draft and then Bowman Chrome. Like, are you thinking that far in advance for something like a soccer release? Yes. Cool. So we, we, you know, when we are, when we plan out the brand um, or the, and, and the product, we're thinking, okay, where do we see this product five, six years down the road? Um, because the tops, it's the reason why we've been around so long is, we are all about preserving the brand um, and having brands with longevity, right? Like if you look at our products, Finest, Tops, Chrome, even Allen & Ginter, which is a newish brand in regards to, you know, this, the grand scheme of, of trading cards, it's already 15 years old. So, Stadium, um, we, Stadium, 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 
Um, we have a lot of equity in our brands and it's the reason why those are consumers and collectors and fans go back to them each year because it's, they know it's something that's coming and it's something that, you know, gets ingrained in their collecting repertoire and, the, and they're, and they're expecting it. Um, so we're not, we don't, I don't like doing one-offs. The team does not like to do one-offs. It's hard to do one-offs, right? If you have to recreate new products every year, that is very, very difficult. Yep. Um, you've, already, you've already got the credit moment. So right. it, half, half of the work, so to speak, is done. And right. the design is so incredibly crisp that as soon as people saw the cards today, and I, I did screenshots and, and, and did a, a sniping tool, snipper tool on it and, and posted it, People were flipping. They were like, "Oh my god, that that card looks incredible." They didn't care who the player was. It it just was like the card pops, and that's 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 huge. Um, yeah. Can you dig into a little bit more on the product? I did have like I had guys asking me a million questions, like, "Hey, are there going to be autos?" And I know you said they're going to be autos in the in the um in the video. Uh, right. You know, is there going to be uh, you know, is there going to be Chrome inserts? Is uh, you know, I, I want you just you know, what's the configuration, yeah. the price? It's a print-on-demand product. Um, it's going to run for a month. Yep. So we have set amount of parallels in the product. So whatever the final run is, those will fall based on the final run. Okay. Um, but there's there's plenty of them in there where if we hit our projected orders, people should have – there should be enough parallels to go around. Um, we have some autographs in there, not a ton. Yeah, it's, um, but we wanted to keep the price point reasonable, right? If you start putting too many autographs in there, then your price point has to, you know, fluctuate. It has to go up. Um, and we just didn't feel like did it, did it go black for a second? Oh, nope. my screen went black for a second. Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned it. Uh, you're nailing everything I had talked about. With um, I, I had basically said soccer doesn't need bells and whistles right now. That it just needs product and. Right. This entry, this product is really going to bring over. Not, first off, you're piggybacking on the success of Bowman First Baseball, which right. was widely popular and widely successful. Then you're getting the audience that, that you have a consumer list already that bought all that product that you can market to. So somebody that, I mean, the chances that somebody that bought Bowman First Baseball or buying Bowman Soccer is extremely high. I got to imagine it's going to be, I mean, I'm going to throw a number out there. It's probably going to be at least 60, 65%. Uh, I, I would think. I'm just going to, you know, I know it sounds high, but the, the, right. the crossover is going to be huge. Um, is it going to be the same configuration where you're going to be able to buy a certain number of packs? It's not going to be in a box, correct? Yeah, it's going to be a $10 pack. Okay. Um, so, yeah, the configuration will be a little bit different. This is, this, is, this is something, again, we're letting it run for a month, so everyone has an opportunity to get it. And, um, you know, my expectations will be we'll see how the first week goes um, and then we'll, we'll go from there. Um, you know, the great thing about direct to consumer is you can you can monitor to see how the product is performing. And if it's not doing what you want it to do, you can actually make adjustments in the middle. Um, I mean, and there are times where we like obviously there's been a lot of times where we just don't make enough. And um, things go, things go a little haywire. Project Twenty Twenty is a prime example of the uh, the wild, crazy roller coaster. I'm sure that you guys dealt with uh, are in a dealing with with that. Right, right, yeah. You know, they are everyone's on there to grab the artist proofs. 
and the other cards run for for some time. But um, yeah, it's all it's all a balance. It's it's all balancing, right? Um, the thing is, we we're trying to we want to grow soccer. Um, we want to push this product. This isn't going to be something that people can't get. And then at some point there'll be there'll be offshoots. There'll be other products that are either shorter or longer. And our you know we we have a um, you know our strategy is we want to have something for everyone, right? And that's why we make packs from like you know entry level like an opening day baseball all the way to like a transcendent that costs twenty thousand bucks. So a little <laughs> bit of something for everyone. What so we a question on growing the soccer market in general, what would you say are the big hurdles right now to growing the soccer market? I mean, outside of just exposure, what, what are you finding yeah. kind of the more difficult thing to do growing the soccer market? I think it's just educating the consumer. Um, it's just educating the consumer really like yep. people, you know, understanding like what the different leagues are, um, you know, that a European team plays in a league, but then they play into the Champions League or the Europa League. Um, and understanding who the, you know, just who the players are. I remember the, the first time I really, like, um, really, like, tried to understand soccer is I read that book Fever Pitch. And I was really, really confused because I was like, how is every game a cup? I, I, I didn't understand it. But then... Now that I've, you know, been to Champions League games and been to Premier League games. Whoever designed our road system, I think, designed uh, European soccer. I mean, it, it all is connected. It, it does make right. sense. Right. But, but now it makes sense. Um, and plus, you're trying to educate and it's, you're, in, you're trying to educate people, people across the globe with football products. Because even though we've been doing football products for a long time, um, football products have really changed. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Um, traditionally it was stickers and then it was trading card games and now yeah. these hobby products are out there um, and people are really interested in them so I, I don't think there are a ton of barriers from the uh, the manufacturer side it's really educating the consumer yeah I mean yeah. people are like hey why is it improper in this set and then you got to go into a whole explanation of why and then it's like oh right. Get it? I understand now. Okay, so yeah, that part's pretty cool. Um, right. We talked about uh, the globalization. Do you guys look at um, your uh, data, your sales data, um, and and do you have any idea what percentage is outside the United States versus you know domestic versus international? Oh, for our football products, our yeah. soccer products. Oh, it's it's most of it's outside the United States. Wow. Okay. Um, okay. Asia is a big player in it. Um, and that's because, you know, the teams do, you know, they, they, they have television deals in those countries. Those teams, they tour to those countries, yep. Um, yep. Asia, Europe, uh, you know, Australia, you know, Eurasia, Australia, Oceania, like it's, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. And um, the interesting thing about watching this thing kind of explode in North America is there, at, at one point, there was nothing going on, and then all of a sudden, there was a bunch going on. I, for me, it was March. Uh, and uh, real quick, the story I, I tell everybody is, um, you know, I, I've been collecting soccer now for almost a uh, little over a year. And um, most of the time, it was like Hong Kong, Australia, China, India, Indonesia, or, your, you know, Denmark. 
And all of a sudden it was people from Texas and Virginia and Oregon. And I was like, what's going on here? Right. Once domestic, I started seeing domestic. I, I knew the second thing I saw was grading. When I started seeing graded cards of Pele, Diego, uh, Le- uh, Messi, Renault, that's when I knew. I said, "Okay, domestic has grabbed a hold of this, and they're going to this thing's going to be a rocket ship." I'm yeah. sure you- and I think, I think you know, all those stars outside of the U.S. they'll bring attention to just soccer globally, and it's going to it's going to lift the boats for for all leagues, including you know, MLS will benefit off this. The young players of the MLS will benefit off this. And then there'll be speculation about players in the MLS. You know, are they going to get are they, are they going to go end up with a team in Europe, one of the big teams? And um, that's where Bowman is perfect, because even if you're not a diehard soccer fan, um, you know that Bowman is the place to find the future stars. Yep. So you're going to get people. Yes, you're going to get Bowman baseball card collectors who are going to buy this product because they're going to say, okay, I, maybe I take a position in this player or I grab a couple packs because someone in there, someone in there mm-hmm. might turn into the next star. We agree. agree. Yeah. That mentality of three to five years is already built in, you know. So prospecting soccer is huge because the play, you know, people think about the minor league player pool for baseball, and obviously oh, yeah. it's, it, it holds no comparison to soccer. Right. Your soccer is infinite. We were just talking today about how, like, you know, a team will loan a player out to another team, and it could be the team's, like, future star, um, but they're just there so they can get some playing time, and then they'll come back. And there's just so many nuances, which I actually think, like, once you get to learn them, they're actually really great. And it's fun, and there's a lot of digging, and I feel like every day – there are, are are kind of these these future stars and prospects that I learn about for the first time. And you're like, oh, I didn't know Barcelona had that guy. And now they're bringing him to the big club. So it's, it's interesting. And, 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 you know, unlike minor league baseball, these players and even in the, even in the U.S., these players are in their programs starting out when they're like kids. Yeah. 16. Yeah. So the, the, their academies are massive. Yeah, it's it's huge. Yeah. Oh, baseball. Uh, yeah, for the academies, the kid could be in there. Like, uh, you know, just like Xavier Simons was in uh, um, Barcelona or wherever, uh, Real Madrid. Where I forgot where he originally started, but he at eight years old. I mean, yeah. Kid, you know, running around as a little kid holding up trophies. I mean, it's it, you know, it's. it's I mean, cool. in in Madrid, they they air the twelve and under. Yep. Madrid soccer games yep. on television. Yeah, it's insane. Yep. So yeah, I think the, this 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 heat that's been around trading cards leading up to this the last couple of years, and now the now now soccer's really feeling it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is the time where the MLS is going to people are going to recognize. Wow, there there's some great young players in here. It's the easiest way to get people into soccer, and I know everybody would you would say, oh, I want you wait for uh, Champions League because. No, because then you got to break down, you know, there's a lot of learning, like we talked about, consumer education. There's not a lot of hurdles with MLS. It's like, it's MLS, that's it. All these guys are playing, you know, it's not different leagues, or why isn't this guy in, or why isn't that guy in? So it's the barrier of entry, and the it's, it's so easy that I think right. you 
pick the right the right product in the right league uh, to do it with. And um, can can you um, how many cards per pack are going to be in it? Do you know? Ten cards per pack. Oh, okay. That's yeah. okay. And any any uh, I guess you wouldn't know because it's going to be print on demand. But are they? Is it all going to be quote unquote paper Bowman or are there going to be Bowman Chrome in there? Yeah, no Chrome cards. Okay. Um, chrome, as you could probably imagine, is just very, very expensive to print. But my hope is that here's my hope. My hope is this product does really well, and then maybe there's a Chrome version down the road. So we'll see it, what happens. Yeah, it, yeah. I, I don't think that'll be an issue. But it totally makes sense what you're saying. You're trying to keep the cost down as much as possible. And like we said, uh, soccer doesn't need bells and whistles. It needs product. And right. how cool is it that you're going to buy a pack of cards for 10 bucks, get 10 cards, and technically eight out of the 10 in the pack are going to be quote-unquote rookies. Right. That's unheard of. And that's always been an issue with soccer. Soccer has traditionally been a 100-card set. 90 or 95 guys are the veterans, and five are collectible, and maybe there's five kids. And then 80, right. you know, 80 cards in the set are only uh, attractive to that niche audience who collects that team or that player from that country. So right. this is so much more broad where people are just going to collect it for the sake of collecting it because it's an 18-year-old kid playing for Kansas City. How many packs are you in for? <laughs> oh, a thousand. <laughs> yeah, at minimum 10. I mean, I'm going to want to set. Uh, cool. so, yeah, I, I mean, I would think cool. – you know, that, that kind of leads us to down the road of uh, uh, the whole bot thing and – you know, I had a lot of people today say, well, if the bots are going to buy up all the product and I'm not going to get my hands on it, you know, so, it, you know, how are you guys looking at that and, and addressing that? Yeah, I mean, it's like any company with an e-commerce platform that's wildly successful. Um, they have to deal with, you know, security issues. Um, that's an ongoing thing. It's it's getting much better. Um, you know, our last couple our last couple um, releases that we did where we expected, you know, kind of a, a huge influx. Of, of consumers, it, it worked out well. So um, it's just continuing to, it's, it's just continuing to, you know, try and be better each day with each release. Um, but yeah, we obviously, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't like when that happens. Um, it's very frustrating. And, um, you know, a product like this that goes on for a month that shouldn't have that problem. Let's, yeah, no, I think um, now from the time that you guys posted on Monday, 30 days later, you, you stop and then you're going to print the product. How long, how long from when you print the product to it's going to get to a consumer? How, what would be the window on that? Probably like, you know, we probably print it over like the next eight to 10 days. And then from there, you know, like five business days. Be, till I was going yeah. to get two. two so. yeah. It really depends on like, you know, it really depends on what else is going on at that at that printer because you know sometimes we'll have several different jobs running and yeah. then it just comes as like okay do we have time to print all this mm -hmm. but uh you know it's going into a, it's going into a box instead of a pack so it's easier to pack out um we're making it as efficient as possible um and look i would love to have the problem is like oh we have so many orders so the printing is going to take longer i, I hope that pro i hope i hope we have that issue in general, it should be in general, it should be pretty. pretty I, I, I really do. And I'm not saying that as a fanboy. I I think that uh, 
I, I don't know if you listened to, I, I did a show last week and I did one about three or four weeks ago or about a month ago. And I did drop, uh, I, you know, we were just shooting from the hip and I just said, boy, you know, tops uh, kind of repeating what you said in the beginning about the flag, sh- the, the history of the brands and the equity. And I said, man, think about if they did a heritage, if they did a stadium, if they did a Chrome, obviously you're already doing Chrome, but you know, what a top tops flagship, and all the all the special things that you guys do with top flagship, bringing that over. But then I talked about Bowman, and I said, you know, that's been that's been really the big issue with soccer product is that the rookie cards, you know, and that kind of leads me into one of the questions I had is, mm-hmm. and that's one of the hurdles too when you talk about consumer education is we get the rookie card designation in all the other sports, but we don't necessarily get it in soccer. Now Panini does do it, but there's a it's a gray area. I mean they're they're slapping RC designation on stuff that people are like, Hey, the guy's 32 years old. So, you know, you guys don't do it. So, you know, kind of talk about that a little bit. We're actually going to start doing it okay? um, because we saw as a, you know, we talked earlier about like just educating the consumer. Um, So we want to start educating the consumer on what a rookie card is. Um, Just even the word rookie is not, it's not a term people use in Europe, but we've decided we're going to do an RC logo across the board and all of our football products globally um and uh you're you're gonna start seeing it very very soon so yeah we're excited you know i think part of the important part of that too is creating a criteria of what an an rc is yeah you know know, back in the day there was like you know beckett would say okay it needs to be this 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 and this and this um and then we you know we finally got to a place where everyone knows what a rookie card is and i think that will be important i think for, for, for the, you know, for football to grow, there'll need to be some kind of, um, you know, some self-imposed rules and parameters to help build the uh, to help build this, you know, this collecting segment. For example, we have um, we're seeing pockets of collecting all over Europe. They're small, but they're growing each, you know, they're growing each um, each week. Um, and our job now is how do you harness that and, and, and give those people a place to, to do what they want to do. Right. Um, so we have to make sure that we kind of, um, you know, that we're, we're just investing time and energy to help grow it, not just sell cards, but uh, create a community. So do you, I know like in baseball, right. It's really easy to get, kind of momentum because players buy into it and you see players, you do videos, they're signing cards, trading. Do you, do you see that momentum picking up with MLS players and soccer players trading their own cards and getting excited about it? Or are you at that point yet? Yeah, no, I think so. You know, a lot of, a lot of soccer players don't grow up collecting or knowing about soccer cards, whereas yes. baseball players, they kind of get it right. Like yeah. <laughs> When 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 a when a minor leaguer player signs their tops contract, they know like, oh, I've made it because I got my first baseball card. <laughs> um, but you know, it's our job to to get trading cards in front of the players more, um, so they're educated about what uh, you know what this is, and and um, the more they know, the more they can talk about it. You know, and you know when it, when a kid comes up to them at the stadium and asks for an autograph on a trading card, they can actually have some kind of you know. Um, you know, discussion or, you know, interaction about what this is. Can you talk about um, what's happened so far in 2020, as far as COVID, 
and what kind of havoc that wreaked on your product release because we really had a dark period uh, for about what six months, uh, if not longer. Um, you know, original release dates on Finest and you wait. Mm -hmm. Chrome and Bundesliga Chrome and Museum were all obviously thrown out the window. And what kind of difficulty? Uh, no, this is a multiple question, multiple part question, but because we're waiting for the product, obviously, and you guys obviously want to get it out there. Uh, UEFA right. Chrome is going to be a monster release. Uh, right. Is you know any idea when UEFA Chrome could you know potentially be out? And what you know is it because of COVID that things have been delayed? Yeah, there, there, there's capacity issues where we manufacture our cards. Um, that's no secret. And it's really, you know, the, just like any other business, the, the, you know, the places where we print cards, they have their, their they have their issues. So um, we're trying to get out stuff as fast as possible. Uh, we do have a we have a projected date for those products you just mentioned. Um, they will be out. Um, they're not out at the exact time we want them out, yeah. but they yeah. will be. And it's just, um, you know, I, I appreciate everyone's being really patient with us. And um, I think at the end of the day, I think it pays off because when the product gets in their hand, from what I'm seeing, from what I'm seeing, like people are super, super excited. They're even so, more uh, than they are for any uh, they're, yeah. they're, they're thirsty. I mean, it, it's. Um, can you can you talk about the role that tops now in the living play in your soccer portfolio and where you see that headed? You know, I'm kind of wondering like tops now is great, but the print runs are so low that is it is it really, you know, what what's the reasoning behind doing it? Obviously the the one that you guys just put out uh for Europa in getting the Mason Greenwood card out there was genius. Uh that was an awesome. I mean, I was like sitting there thinking it's funny i'm talking to a buddy of mine i'm like boy is there a way that tops can get a mason greenwood rookie are we going to get any more mason greenwood cards and then it was like within an hour he sends me he goes look at what they just did so um right. just talk about those two on demand you know the now and the ucl i think is obviously with the ronaldo i had predicted a ten thousand print run looks like it came in a little bit over ten thousand. obviously that was a monster right i mean the the numbers are, you know, the cards fall where they may, you know, whether they, we, whether we sell one card or 1 million, um, we sell it for the 24 hour period and then the clock goes off. We're not going to try and manipulate that at all. Um, I think that's, that's, just, that's the special thing about that program. Um, and you're going to have, you're going to have good runs. You're going to have, you're going to have short runs and you're going to have big runs. Um, and, you know, but for the most part, it's for people who really want to relive that moment that happened, you know, last night. Yeah. Um, that fan that says, Hey, I was, I was watching that. Or when they were in the stadium, Hey, I was at that game. I want a card to commemorate that. That's what that program's about. Um, and it's also about capturing things very quickly and getting them into consumers hands. So um, yeah, I mean, look, we're doing MLS, we're, we do Bundesliga, we do Champions League. Um, so there's a lot of different tops now programs. And uh, yeah, I think I think as this as this this segment of the of, of, of trading cards grows, you'll see that grow as well. Any any plans for uh, Europa? I uh, imagine it would probably be a you know a website product, but you know. It, there, the biggest reason for Europa is obviously I'm talking about the guy is Greenwood. Uh, right. 
and, and creating a Greenwood card because obviously we know he's he's pretty much the number one rookie card this year, so to speak. Uh, him and Fatih, but um, right. you know, a Greenwood card, uh, you know, with Donruss came out at two hundred dollars. Uh, right. You know, so I mean, it's it. You know, he's got that Zion type of, uh, you know, or Jason Dominguez type of impact. Yeah, we'll do we'll do more Europa stuff. We'll do more Greenwood stuff. Um, and yeah, I think you're going to see some great stuff coming from tops just across the board with football products. And I think, you know, the 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 the, the it's starting to mature the 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 hobby in, in, in soccer in soccer. So it's the right time. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me. I mean, three years, three, four years ago, I wanted to put out 20 something products, but it's just, it's not ready. Cause sometimes if you go too early, yeah, uh, it could backfire on you and you, 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 you flood the market and it's not ready, but yep. now we see, you know, we'll, you'll see a couple more champions league products from us next year. So we'll continue to build. We'll, we'll build responsibly. We're not going to overdo it. We're going to, we're going to make the right amount. And we'll let the we'll let the demand kind of dictate what happens. Um, you know, even even the Bundesliga products, which were, were were kind of mainly sold in Germany the last couple of years. Now they're getting, you know, people in North America, collectors in Asia want it. So, you know, we'll probably add another product to that portfolio as well in Bundesliga. Um, potentially, you- potentially a finest product. Are you guys you know, speaking of Bundesliga? And my uh, <laughs> Jude Bellingham obviously is a guy that you know, much like Mason Greenwood, when he has a card, it's going to be huge. Um, yeah. you know, when it, when a sixteen, you know, you talked to earlier, it, you know, there are no drafts. Uh, right. There's this transfer period, and you know, trying to that's another consumer education. What exactly is transfer period and why? Uh, you know, Jude Bellingham is a guy who's six, a kid who's sixteen years old, just signed with Dortmund. Obviously, when his card comes out, it's going to be huge, much like Gio Reyna, much like Erling Holland, much like Jaden Sancho, much like Christian Pulisic. I mean, the legacy of kids going to Dortmund is just crazy. And uh, so you're going to piggyback on that. You guys did a, a, a trans, you did a, a couple of sets that were just strictly Dortmund sets, which is incredible uh, because of the popularity of these players. Uh, so, you know, you obviously could do that, but what I'm leading up to is does a guy, does a player need to play in a game, you know, similar to the MLB rules, does he need to be on the quote unquote roster and does he need to play in a game in order for you to make a card? No. And it, 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 it actually differs from team to team. Oh, um, okay. yeah. We, we, ha- we have a really strong, as you can, you, you can tell from the products, we have a, we have an amazing partnership with Dortmund. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> we're doing, you know, we came out with this high end product. I don't know if you saw it, the high end product where we only did a hundred sets. Yeah. No one knows this, but a Chrome version of that is coming out. And um, right now Bellingham is slated to be in there. So yeah. And then we're going to have a, we're going to have a, we'll have a team set later on this year of Dortmund. And right now um, all things goes the way we want it to Bellingham will be there. So Bellingham will be obviously a big name for 2021 products. And fortunately we have a, a great relationship with Dortmund and, you know, and, and we got what happened last year with, with Howland was incredible. And I would say probably the number one reason why, not the number one reason, but one of the main reasons why this, this soccer business has spiked um, just because of the interest in his, his car. 
have any cards. Everything got delayed. He probably would have had a card at the end of 19 or the beginning of 2020, but everything got pushed back. I mean, I know you guys were putting out sell sheets for Bundy for Bundy Chrome, probably what August or October of last year. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, it's like there's nothing you guys could do. Um, well, you saw he appeared and he appeared in his two different cards too, two different teams. That's yeah. because he was by the time we actually got the product out the door, he was already in a different team. Yeah, so, I think that I think that worked out. It well. did. It was cool. I think there's opportunity there to to yeah. do some cool stuff. Uh, put a guy in his country's uniform. Put a guy in his you know it just, whatever the whatever the rules are that you guys got to play by. Um, yeah. I, I think that's really cool. Um, speaking of that, um, the original the original configuration for finest had talked a lot about a 300 card set. And a certain number, like a 50 card uh, short print. And obviously that got changed. I have, I'd never really heard uh, anybody, you know, kind of explain that. And I'm sure I know why you just had to go to, you said you had to draw the line and say, Hey, we got to go to press. We got to do yeah. this. I mean, there's just, there, there's been, you know, as part of, you know, issues with um, manufacturing, we, we've had to change the configurations. We try to stay pretty true to everything, but there have been, there have been, times where we do have to make some changes we don't want to um but we try not to mess with it too much and and do what we got to do because at, at, at some point you're just like it's the most important thing is getting it out the door absolutely, absolutely. Um, do do relics and autograph cause a major delay in in so developing a software getting a soccer product to market yeah, I think, you know, because part of it is that the process of, you know, procuring autographs and relics is, is really a new thing for football teams. Um, and, you know, you know, MLB has their own authentication program where they so they they, they know how they, they you know, they, they know how it works. Yeah. Um, so it's just something, you know, again, you talked about education earlier. It's also, you know, educating the teams on, you know, how a product is produced and. And um, you know how we how we get things from from them to the into the product. So it just takes some time. There's, there's some bumps, but um, I think the teams are very excited about you know helping them grow their brand. And and if we can do that, the better. I mean, Dortmund, which we've done a bunch of like individual team sets with, they they handed out sets to everyone in the team, the players, the staff. They made. I mean, they they love it. So, yeah, it's um, and they're and they're more educated now about like what we do. So, yeah. And that's, you know, jerseys and autographs. you know, obviously every sport in this hobby has, you know, exploded to me, though, when I think of soccer, it's fun. Yeah. Guys, cards are worth a ton of money. But I got to tell you, when I bought Bundesliga Chrome. And I wanted to get my Geo Reina and I wanted to get my Holland. And it, it was that that kid excitement again. Right. Uh, maybe don't get a lot of in the hobby these days because of the price. Right. Uh, and and so that for me is really brought back, you know, a lot of excitement. I feel like a kid again when I'm when I'm buying some of the soccer product because there's certain specific cards that I'm looking for. Because let's face it, it's not like you know, I tell everybody, everybody's like, oh, what you know, I'm trying to get this guy's rookie card. It's like, okay, well, you got to go digging for it and you got to figure out what it was. But also, you know, a, a Geo Reyna has got, what, one official rookie card right now that came from a pack. Uh, yeah. And that is like the old days, you know, Topps Fleer Donruss. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, 
card in each. So to me, I, I like it. I mean, obviously I want more soccer product. I'm not going to, you know, but right. I, I, there is some simplicity to it. The sets are smaller uh, and it, it's tough. You know, the, the, the prism sets 300 cards. It's great. It's more designed for that hardcore collector who wants 18 arsenal cards, uh, right. uh, you know, so um, the hundred card set works to get new people in. I'm sure you guys will eventually expand some of those sets now that the, you know, the market has grown. And uh, was there like an aha moment for you guys this year? Uh, you know, kind of like the one I told you, I felt like March was when you mentioned earlier that you thought like, when was that aha moment where all of a sudden everybody in the room or on the call was like, Hey guys, football, uh, it's, it, it, you know, the rocket ship's coming, man. I mean, it, yeah, I think some of the fever around the Holland stuff was really, yeah, yeah. you know, people are calling, Hey, do you have this? Do you have this? And this is like, no, we're, we're like, we're, we don't have any more. And right. sometimes, you know, the European collectors, they don't understand like, what do you mean you ran out? It's just like, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> we, we make the order. So we're, we, we right. don't have any. I probably had a, had more of an inkling because you're making the nows and, and you're seeing the print run demands and you're seeing the spikes, you know, yeah. it's, Look at living. Living had obviously Messi came out number one, three thousand print run. There was a there was a huge uptick, a lot like Project Twenty Twenty, and then all of a sudden it just dropped off. Ironically, Sancho, who was like a print run of like two hundred, which is crazy because it'd probably be like ten grand right now. Uh, and uh, there's a couple other guys that are, I think are in there too. I think De Bruyne is really low, and there, there was a couple of really big names that were just just the timing. Uh, but then it started to go back up, and I think it was with the Holland release is when the print runs on, on living just started to explode. And, yeah. you know, you, you got a big number on Davies, big number on Ronaldo, obviously, uh, big number on, on Reina. Uh, and um, you guys are at card 200. And there are so many guys left that you guys oh, can yeah. be living. It's, there's, there's no so shit. You guys could keep, there's a lot of names. There's just so many players. Yeah. And you know, and I, I don't know how much you can contribute to this, but I do remember um, right when, you know, the whole, you know, shelter in place thing kind of went down across the country. Um, I remember seeing an article as the lead story front and center on ESPN. And it was kind of this random article about here are the top young stars in football. And it just, it seemed out of place. I almost thought I was on the wrong site for a second. It's like, I'm on the European ESPN site. Mm. And I can't say it directly contributed to this, but after that story came out, I saw a lot of movement happening. Yeah. People were, I saw the Mbappe card take off after that. That was, that was Gary V. Gary V was yeah. The, yeah, Mbappe. But people people but, are at home. Yeah. People are at, people are at home. They're looking to do something different. They're getting back into their card collections. And I think people are going like, hey, let's let's um let me get into soccer cards. You I mean, this is this is this is early times, right? This is the beginning. So you're having a you're having great. Hey, five years down the road, <laughs> you know, so enjoy it now while you know you might be you're the only one breaking packs and, and get stuff, but I think I think down the road it's just this is it could get big as big as any of the other sports. Here's the question. When are people fighting each other at Target and Walmart for soccer cards? When is that going to happen? <laughs> I, can tell you, I can tell you when. You know when I think it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, if if Target and Walmart had carried Bundesliga Chrome, they would have. Oh, <laughs> good point. Good point. Yeah. 
So, but, hey, um, can I can I piggyback on what you just said? You said if yeah. Target was that a decision by retail or is it because your your soccer product has never really been a retail product? It's been a hobby only. Yeah. And it's not saying, um, you know, the big boxes don't want to carry it. They're going to carry what is a guaranteed seller. And baseball and other sports have been doing well. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, the smart people working over there, they'll see the trends. And I guarantee you next year that's going to change a little bit. Well, 18 dollars stock on the shelf forever. Uh, right. And now those blasters are $80. And Panini Prism sat on shelves forever. And now those blasters are, what, 60 bucks. Oh, trust me. there's there, there's There were boxes sitting around our offices for years. And and now I go back and go, oh, man, we should have opened those packs. <laughs> what, the 17 champions, chromes? I mean, God, what are those yeah. now? They're in a box? I mean, those are some crazy, crazy numbers. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's really exciting to see um, a sport take off like this in the beginning, right? Like oh, yeah. this, this is, this is the birth of, you know, the soccer trading card, you know, business. The stars, I mean, shit, it's been around, but this is the, this is the beginning of it. And it's, it's hard to watch. The stars aligned. I mean, it's, it's, it's like a lot like basketball yeah. and the fact that, you know, and I'm, I'm a very analytical guy. I do that for a living. I do a lot of consumer behavior, uh, analysis and I and I, I just take things into consideration. Right. Football, football, American football. Uh, one of the hurdles, believe it or not, is the fact that the guys wear a helmet, so you can't see their face. Right. Basketball right. and it's done with MLB. Uh, basketball and hockey, basketball and soccer. You can see the player. You can see the emotion. You can see what happens after every goal in soccer. The guy runs to the corner and does a slide and you know celebrates with his teammates. What happens? Uh, you know, basketball after a dunk and a timeout, you know, so there's a lot of correlation, the basketball market and the also you have branded popular teams in in soccer. And these guys are megastars, not even superstars. These guys are megastars. They make more money than any other athletes in the world. Right. And, and soccer is played in every country in the world. And most of those countries don't the, 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 that sport doesn't have to compete with four other major sports. It's the only sport. Yeah, that's a good point. For the most part. And FIFA is one of the most popular video games ever produced. Right. Right. And that is a huge piece of this as well. Your video game kit guys are now looking at it and saying, oh, I don't want digital cards. I want paper cards. And they, they, right. they're the most intelligent out of anybody as far as the market. Right. right. Video game guys, huh? Is that our new term we're going to start using? <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, we're, we're way past the time we promised you. Yeah. Seriously, yeah, thank no. you so much for so so. Real quick, a little bit about you. I mean, what what who do you collect? Do you PC a guy? Do you have a favorite favorite set every year? Kind of what's your your collecting story, real quick? Oh wow. Um. So I I, I kind of dabble in a little bit of everything. Right. Um. So you know, I went through when I was a kid. I collected Barry Bonds cards. So that was my thing. Um, I have a pretty, because I'm a Giants fan. I have a big Buster Posey collection. I have a big Roberto Clemente vintage card collection. Oh, cool. Um, I love this stuff from the 50s. Um, but yeah, as far as like soccer has been going, been, you know, picked up a couple Felix rookie cards, picked up a couple Howland rookie cards, and uh, yeah, picked up a couple of this of Efren Alvarez cards. I think, I think down the road. You know, he we, we did his card 
couple years ago. Um, I think he's like 15 years old in the picture. Um, but I, I, he has the potential to be, I think, a star in the MLS and not only in MLS, but beyond that. So, yeah, yeah no, um, I don't know. I, 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 I picture you walking over like Willy Wonka, right, and taking a piece of chocolate off the print line, you know, taking your rookie card and say, I'll take that one. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I wish. Um, just opened a box of Series 2 here. <laughs> Got some. Look, look at, looking for my, uh, my Luis Robert rookie card. Beautiful. But yeah, um, I mean, you what – I tell, what I tell our team all the time is um, – you know, if you have passion, you're going to make great products. And, uh, you know, sometimes it used to, it used to bother me because, you know, you, you, you go online and you hear people saying, oh, those people at tops, they're just probably like in suit and tie sitting in a white tower. Like, no, we were actually, we all collected and we still collect and we're super passionate about this business. Like yeah. I've been collecting since I was six well, years old. You, like, you can absolutely see that with the car, like an Andrew McCutcheon, uh, photo variation type card. I mean, that's right. the kind of stuff that back in the day, 91 Stadium Club Baseball, Nolan Ryan dressed up in a tuxedo. Uh, right. You know, it, 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 those are awesome. I mean, th- people still remember that stuff. And, right. uh, you know, whether it's uh, somebody blowing a bubble or, I mean, baseball, you can do the most, you can do really cool stuff with just with mascots and stuff like that. But um, yeah, you can see that the passion comes through. Uh, especially on Topps flagship because of photography, uh, the short prints, the creativity right. on the, you know, Babe Ruth uh, signing a bunch of baseballs or Ted right. Williams. I mean, those are iconic cards. I mean, that to me, I, I, I collect those. I, I collect the right. SPs. That, they're my favorite. Right. Well, it's all about at the end of the day, the reason why, you know, we've resonated with consumers for over 70 years is because we make an emotional connection. Right. Like I was talking about this with someone the other day. They're like, yeah, I had the 85 Gooden card and I just can't get rid of it, even though, you know, Gooden's life kind of made a turn. Yeah. Um, he just can't get rid of that card because he's like emotionally attached to it because it reminds him of his childhood. And that's a, a, there's a lot of brands um, that can't that, that that can't do that. And we're we're lucky to be able to do that. And you're seeing a time right now where. You know, a lot of people are inside. They're looking for something to do. They're going up in their attic. They're going in their garage and they're rediscovering their collection and sharing it with their with their kids. I mean, I'm sharing my eight year old daughter. Um, we just went through a bunch of Star Wars cards this morning. Um, so and she she's she's been getting into Star Wars. So I shared, our, you know, the collection with her and she's like, you know, I saw her putting the set together. So, um, yeah, there's this emotional connection that can be passed down from generation to generation. And like I said, there, there really aren't many brands that can do that. So we're, we're, we're very fortunate. Um, and as long as you, you have that and you continue to innovate, you know, we've always prided ourselves on innovation. Tops Now, Project 2020, things that kind of transcend the business and take the business t- to new levels. Um, that's what we're all about. What an ending. We can't say it better. Thank you. Oh, amazing. Great stuff. Clay, we, we really do appreciate the time. We look forward to, to talking all about Bowman soccer and everything else coming out the coming yeah. months. So great, cool. great job. Invite me back again. We I appreciate will. it. <laughs> we I appreciate will. on that offer, no doubt. All I right. appreciate, um, appreciate the time and, and giving me a chance to, uh, to be on the show. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, cool. guys. Have a good weekend. Thank you.
All right. Yeah. You too. Oh my goodness, man. What a great conversation with Clay. We got, we got so much. I mean, in just 45 minutes or whatever we went, I mean, I, I could have talked to that guy for 10 hours, obviously, but uh, that's just, I, I talk. Um, just getting information from, I, certainly from the, you know, takeaway, Tops is going full force with soccer 2021. And the fact that I was able to get that nugget out about the um, the Chrome Bundesliga set with Bellingham, that tells me they are, they, they got their hand on the finger on the pulse. Yep. And whatever product that comes, it's going to be monster. I mean, we got to remember, man, they, like these kids are 16, 17 years old, already have a huge following. They, they sign a mega contract to transfer and play for these teams. And, you know, it's kind of the equivalent of uh, who's an, who's like, you know, a, a, a 17, 18 year old kid going to the Lakers and playing with LeBron or, you know, a kid going to play with um, Steph or, you know, these kids are going to the big market teams. I mean, Dortmund, now that it looks like Sancho is not going to leave, has Sancho, Holland, Reyna, Bellingham. I mean, I mean, that's like putting Zion, Ja, RJ Barrett and Tyler Hero on the same team. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Or it's like putting Luca, Luca, Trey, Zion, and Ja on the same team. I mean, think about that. It, that's that's the equivalent of what Dortmund has. Crazy. It, it's nuts. And they're going to be high. Like the thing about Dortmund too, it's like they're going to be scoring four, five, six goals a game, and they're going to be on every highlight. And it, I mean, we saw the Sancho climb. His card, like when he, I think he had like that three goal game or whatever. Yep. He and he started breaking records, and he had he was the youngest to hit certain milestones. And we saw that with Kai Haberts. I mean, once these guys started hitting milestones, that's when their cards really started to jump. I mean, let's pretend and say that Holland Chrome came out in January. Eh, maybe it would have came out at ten bucks, fifteen bucks. You know, I mean, there was a lot of hype already built up, but let's say it was twenty. You would have saw that card go up. You know, thirty, forty, fifty. You know, to hit the hundred. That it, that it landed on, 125 that it landed on, uh, came out of the gate at 125. So, you know, it just goes to show you the buildup and demand, you know. Yeah. I mean, Can I make a confession? And I don't want you to judge me. But he said that he read the book Fever Pitch. I heard, I heard of it. I'm not, you know, I'll admit, I've heard of it. I don't know. Oh, oh no, definitely not. Oh, no, I know. This is literally I couldn't stop thinking. Yeah, no, I'm and I'm trying to I've heard of it and I can't remember what it what it is. Um here's what I will tell you. Um I want to give the audience some some stuff that they can go get. So the number one thing that I would tell you to go watch is on Amazon Prime. They did an all or nothing, and if you know what all or nothing is, they've done it with some NFL teams and it's phenomenal. Uh, it's basically like a hard knocks, but it's better and they go deeper. Uh, they did all or nothing with Man City two years in a row. Okay. That's why Man City is my favorite team. You got to learn about those guys on a personal level that just blew me away. So that all or nothing Manchester City definitely go. I mean, you will binge watch it. Uh, and I've actually watched it twice. That would be that would be one. There's another one that is, and I'm trying to remember who the um, 
It's a it's it's about a, a club that got uh, delegated out of the Premier League and then got delegated out of the second Championship League and is now in the third rung. And I don't know if they got back into the second rung or not. And I'm trying to remember the name of, but there's um there's another documentary out there of them. There's a ton of go look up soccer documentaries on um, Amazon Prime and Netflix. There's tons of them. Wow. Uh, if you want to learn about the sport, it's really, really cool. That's Good great. stuff. Great info. Well, what what a great what a great forty five minutes. I am so super stoked to get this out to people. Um, Good job. Episode two, we're already going big, man. Going big. <laughs> All right. I mean, that, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I just want to say this again, man. Clay, Clay was absolutely outstanding before, during, and after. Uh, what a great yeah, day. I mean, we now, we now know who the guy is running product, you know, so to speak, over at Tops, and now you can see why almost everything they put out is gold. And I can't wait to see some of the, the – the, um, soccer product that comes out and the creativity that they have, because like he said, and we, and we talked about it uh, a week ago and a month ago, the, the portfolio of brands is second to none. And they now we're just starting to see, you know, Bowman and I'm, I guarantee you, we will see a tops flagship yep. in a huge way in 2021. I think you're going to see, you know, it's probably gonna, it's going to be hobby. It's going to be retail. It's going to be jumbo. It's going to be everywhere. Uh, and I, I think that um, you know that's really that's really going to be the, the kickoff. Beautiful stuff. Great job, man. Have yourself a good weekend. Yeah. Be sure to subscribe, people. Michael Rathburn's kicking some butt in soccer. All right. Buy your Bayern Munich cards now. <laughs> You're cutting out. What? What? <laughs> All right, brother. We'll see you. All right. Thanks.